This is Breaking Free from the Grind. I'm your host, Master Certified Life Coach, Columbia MBA, and former Fortune 500 strategy consultant and Wall Street investment banker, Amelia Noel. After spending over a decade trapped in the grind of my own career, feeling overworked and overwhelmed, I'm here to show you how you can work less, stress less, and create sustainable success in your own career starting today. Ready to break free from the grind? Let's go. Hi guys, welcome back to another episode of Breaking Free from the Grind. Today, I am very excited to continue our corporate mindfulness series. We're gonna be talking about principle number five, asking for what you want in your career. This principle is so important to start embracing and practicing immediately if you want to create the results you want in your career. If we don't ask for what we want in our careers, as well as in life, we will never get what we want. Now, for those of you that have been following along each week, you know that I've been doing a multi-series of episodes every week focused on this idea of corporate mindfulness, which is a term I coined to describe the idea of taking the practices of mindfulness and applying them within the context of our careers. When we are practicing corporate mindfulness, we are getting really good at managing our minds and our emotions at work so that we feel better at work, we perform better at work, and we show up as the person we want to in our careers, our most authentic self, our most aligned self, a self that we're really proud of. So today we're gonna be talking about the fifth principle of corporate mindfulness. This is a foundational principle I teach all of my clients in my Breaking Free from the Grind one-on-one coaching program. And this is all about asking for what you want. Now, when we think about asking for what we want in our careers, there are really two steps to asking for what you want in your career. First step is deciding what you want. And then the second step is communicating what you want to the right people. And I'm going to break down and actually explore each of these two steps with you. So the first step is deciding on what you want. And here we really want to think about the more specific you can get in terms of deciding what you want, the easier and the faster and the simpler it will be to achieve that thing. We want to get clear on what we want in our careers by talking about it and thinking about it in a way that's specific and measurable and objective. And the more specific, measurable, and objective we can be, the easier it will be to achieve that thing. I love using the analogy with clients of taking a vacation, right? So, so many of us can relate to saying the statement at some point when we're caught in the grind of our careers, I want to take a vacation. And so we talk about it. We keep saying, I want to take a vacation. We complain about how we're not taking a vacation. We keep telling others we should really take a vacation because we don't want to lose out on the PTO we get this year. We talk about how much we need the vacation, but we never actually decide where we want to go or by when. And so inevitably, come the first week in December, we have an oh fuck moment realizing we have four weeks of unused PTO and not even enough time to use it versus deciding what you want in a clear, specific, measurable, and objective way, such as saying, I want to take a trip to Lisbon in September. Because as soon as we tell ourselves, I want to take a trip to Lisbon in September, we will start taking the very clear, specific steps we need to, to make that happen. The second part of asking for what we want in our careers after deciding on what we want is so critical. And it's kind of funny, this is the most often overlooked step is communicating what you want to the right people. It is critical that you communicate what you want to others and not just anyone, but to the right people, to your bosses, to your mentors, to your advocates at your firm, not complaining to your partner 
or complaining to your friends how you really want a raise, but you're not getting one. Chances are your partner and your friends, unless you work with them, aren't the most valuable people you need to enlist and recruit to help you get what you want. People are not mind readers. They don't know what you want. They don't know how important certain things are to you. And the reality is they aren't thinking all that much about your career. Now, I remember the first time someone told me this, that my boss doesn't really care that much about my career. And I was offended. I got really indignant. How dare they not care about my career? They're my boss. They're supposed to care about my career. And yeah, sure, some managers and bosses do take a vested interest in developing the people underneath them. But the reality is people aren't thinking about your career and they shouldn't be thinking about your career. It's your career. They are not responsible for you getting what you want. You are ultimately responsible for getting what you want. And the sooner we really embrace that mindset that if I want something in my career, I have to communicate that to others, the faster we will actually start getting the things that we want. I like to think of the right people because the step is communicating what you want to the right people as falling into three groups. First, yourself. Second, the people that can actually help you achieve the thing. And third, the universe, or use whatever term you want, spiritual power, God, higher source, whatever that makes sense. And if you don't believe in anything like a higher power, that's fine too. Communicate it to yourself and then communicate it to the people that can help you at work. Now, we talked about the two steps. Step one, being deciding on what you want. And then step two, being communicating what you want to the right people. Let's talk about why this is so hard to do, that why asking for what we want in our careers is so hard to do. One of the reasons it's hard is because we never actually decide what we want. We stay stuck in this land of I don't know. And just know that if you're realizing you are someone that when someone asks you what do you want in your career, your brain immediately goes to I don't know. Just know that that thought I don't know will keep you staying exactly where you are i.e. not taking any steps to figure out what you want. I don't know. Thinking I don't know what I want keeps you and holds you in the pattern of not knowing. Start shifting. If you genuinely don't know what you want in your career, shift to thinking about it from the place of I am figuring out what I want in my career or I am going to begin figuring out what I want in my career. That puts you in an active mindset of taking action, of asking yourself questions, of talking to other people and asking them questions as you piece together what you might want. The other reason why asking for what we want in our career feels so hard is after we've decided what we want, we tend to keep things vague. Again, it goes back to that vacation analogy. We are not talking about what we want in terms that are specific, that are measurable, and that are objective. And I hear this a lot from clients. We talk about what we want in terms of feelings or in very qualitative focused terms, such as I want to feel valued at work or I want to feel respected. I want to feel more confident. Even I want to be able to work less. What exactly does that mean to you? What does I want to work less mean to you? Does it mean you're working 70 hours a week and you want to work 65? Does it mean you're working 50 hours a week and within your work week, you want to start creating time one day a week for an hour and a half to have an uninterrupted meal with friends or with a partner? 
start turning, we want to think about turning what our goals are into things that are specific, measurable, and objective. So instead of, I want to feel valued, if you ask yourself, what does that actually mean to be? Maybe it's, I want to get promoted to VP by the end of the year. Or when you say, I want to feel more confident, what does that really mean? It means I want to speak up at least one time in every client meeting this week. Now, another reason why it's so hard to ask for what we want in our career is that after we've decided on what we want, we might actually be communicating it, but more than likely, we're assuming others around us should know what we want. Again, we're handing over responsibility for getting what we want in our careers to someone else, to our bosses, to the company, to our firms, or we aren't communicating it to the right people. So again, we're telling our partner, we're telling our friends, we're telling our mom, we're telling our dad, but we're not actually communicating what we want to the people that can help us achieve that thing in our career. And we're not keeping what we want top of mind for ourselves. And we're not asking our higher power, the universe, God, source, whatever it is you call it, I always joke with clients that are spiritual-minded that the universe cannot wait to help you with your career. It's just waiting on you to ask. Communicate it to yourself. Communicate it to the universe or high power. Communicate it to those who can actually help you achieve the thing. Now, let's talk about a simple way to actually do this. How can we actually ask for what we want in our career? I like to offer the tool or offer the tip of, you can say this in a few different ways. I would like to blank because blank, or I prefer blank because blank, or even I am blank, fill it in with the thing you are going to do or that you want because blank. And when we're talking about asking for what we want, you want to be specific and direct and bold. Don't sell yourself short. Don't beat around the bush. Don't ask for what you think you can get that doesn't necessarily match up with what you want. Go big. And the second most important thing to consider here and to remember is don't make no mean anything bad about you. So often when we finally get the courage to ask for what we want in our career, and we get told no, we make it mean something horrible about ourselves or about our future. We make it mean the thing we want to happen will never happen. We make it mean that the other person who said no doesn't like us or doesn't value or respect us. Or we often make it mean that there is something wrong with us, that we are not good enough or we are not worthy of the thing that we ask for. All of those things are not true. What I love to offer to clients, and this is something I adopt myself throughout my entire career, is no is simply a redirection. It's not a rejection. And when you receive a no, it's actually redirecting you to a path that is going to be better for you. You might not know how at the time, or you might not know why, but no is not a rejection. It's simply a redirection to a better path. You might ask someone for support and they might genuinely not have the bandwidth. It doesn't mean that they don't like you. You might ask to be promoted early and receive the response, unfortunately, we can't do that this year. You might not know that the team's budget just got cut. 
No is not a rejection. It doesn't mean anything about you or your future possibility for your career. It simply is a redirection to something better, even if you don't know what that better thing is at the time. So if you receive a no after getting the courage to ask for something in your career, first of all, notice what you're making that no mean. Ask yourself, what am I making this mean? And then ask yourself, how could this mean nothing about me? What else could this mean that doesn't feel so bad? Again, principle five, asking for what you want in your career, first by deciding what you want, and then by communicating it to the right people. It's really one of my favorite principles of corporate mindfulness. And the more we start embracing asking for what we want, the faster and the simpler and easy it will be to receive exactly what we want in our career. Ask for what you want, first by deciding on what you want and then communicating what you want to the right people. Thank you all so much for listening this week. I can't wait to catch you guys next week. We'll continue this series on corporate mindfulness with foundational principle number six. Also, if you are listening along, if you are part of the Breaking Free from the Gribe podcast tribe that listens in every week, and you are feeling overworked and overwhelmed in your career, let's talk about how you can start breaking free from the grind and creating more sustainable success in your career today in my one-on-one coaching program, also called Breaking Free from the Grind. I'll include a link to book a consult call in the show notes. On that call, we talk about exactly what's going on for you right now. I talk about exactly how we would coach on everything you're bringing up, so that you can create more sustainable success in your career, you can feel better at work, and you can stop overworking. Again, I'll include that link to book a consult call in the show notes. That's the first step into enrolling in my one-on-one Breaking Free from the Grind coaching program. Again, thank you all so much for tuning in this week, and I cannot wait to catch you guys next week.